Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Philippines, where a legislated wage hike is poison. If there is heartwarming news from other parts of the world that is breaking through the stories of wars, bloodletting and never-ending strife dominating our screens these days, this is news from organized workers and trade unions flexing their muscle to get fair and decent returns from their labor and succeed. Industrial workers, service workers and creatives in parts of the world have been staging strikes to press their demands for better compensation and improved working conditions, seemingly quixotic quests, only to see the corporate overlords bend and negotiate. We also saw Scranton Joe, United States President Joe Biden, who has his roots in the blue-collar hamlet of Scranton, Pennsylvania, join the line of striking automobile workers in Michigan last month. The president of the world's biggest economy at the picket line? Remember that the $109 trillion value of the global stock market is essentially a very simple story, the U.S. bourses and the rest, and the U.S. as a country where the corporate overlords exercise outsized power. Yet, in that same country, The president is not afraid to stand with the workers and declare that these overlords have been reaping grotesquely huge profits and should pay their workers well. In the same chart that shows the value of the global stock market, the Philippines' bourse is lumped together with those of other third-world countries under the term emerging economies, and their share is a small part of the big pie. In the spin room of Bagong Pilipinas, we are this rising economic tiger with a newly minted Maharlika investment fund. Sadly, the real world does not see us that way. This is not about workers but their cousins, the farmers. Do you still remember how protesting farmers forced the government of Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi to nullify a trinity of supposed farm modernization laws after massive farm strikes? Modi's autocratic government may have the temerity to move against globally respected writers like Arundhati Roy and quash press freedom bit by bit, but it was forced to its knees by protesting farmers. The success of mass movements elsewhere, especially those of workers flexing their collective muscle, is a dispiriting contrast to what is happening here, where power over such issues as decent pay and humane compensation for the workers is wielded solely and exclusively by the corporate overlords. An effort as basic as the one trying to pass a legislated wage increase, in effect bypassing the mostly irresponsive, slowpoke tripartite wage boards for every region, is apparently doomed despite the promise of the Senate's leadership to make it a reality. The P-150 daily wage increase it proposed is being torpedoed by the economic quacks, oops, I mean, economic team, of President Ferdinand Marcos Jr., employers and business groups. The House leadership's policymaking decisions are guided by a copy-paste policy, and what is copied, pasted and adopted as its own is the guidance from the economic team. Even if senators clear the P-150 daily legislated wage increase later this year, only the Maccabian bloc and the less than a dozen members of the House of Representatives will throw their support behind it. It will die in the House and not take a single breath of life at the committee level, as the House leadership will just invoke what Finance Secretary Benjamin Diakno, Socioeconomic Planning Secretary Arsenio Balasekin and company have said about the proposed wage hike, it will be inflationary, it will drag down gross domestic product, it will increase unemployment. Business and employers groups, led by the Employers Confederation of the Philippines, ECOP, as if in full coordination with Marcos Jr.'s economic team, have argued from another plank to prop up the anti-wage hike arguments, this time invoking micro-enterprises. 
ECOP says only 16% of formal workers in the private sector would benefit from the increase, as the majority of workers, about 70%, are employed by micro-enterprises that cannot afford to pay the proposed increase. The nightmare scenario ECOP raised of micro-enterprises collapsing en masse should the wage hike be enacted, like the arguments of Diakno, Balasakin and company, is risible. Two increases on fees in as many major toll roads have been recently approved, the one for the North Luzon Expressway a few weeks ago and the recent one for the Subic clark tarlock Expressway. The ECOP was mum on the economic impact of these increases despite criticisms that the two toll road operators have been both Tubong Luga operations, which did not even exceed the constitutional definition of acceptable profit. The ECOP failed to raise the concerns of small truckers, small food haulers, small transport operators and other small business groups severely affected by the increases. The ECOP failed to raise the issue of unmoderated greed and improbable profits. Suddenly, on the issue of the toll road increases, the ECOP forgot all about its concern for micro-enterprises and the drag these hikes would have on small truckers, food haulers and transport operators. It is both nightmarish and depressing to be a worker in our country. The International Trade Union Confederation consistently ranked the Philippines as among the 10 worst countries for workers, labor leaders and lawyers defending the interests of labor. Trade union membership is down to a low single digit, and less than 1 million workers are covered by decent collective bargaining agreements, CBAs. Workers are now our country's wretched. Yet, a routine step to lift the working man from his economic misery, passing a daily wage increase through legislation, is considered poison.